Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. What do you need in the middle of the night? The brilliant dawn comes before the deepest night. The isolate slides closed. Brilliant dawn follows the deepest night. Brilliant dawn follows the deepest night. Where the fireplace was, there's a staircase descending. Oh, great emperor, we work unceasing to bring about thy return and know that we shall be rewarded beyond measure. The greeter steps towards the stand where the leader is speaking, whispers something into his ear. Aslo, do something! I reach over, grab Tokus's arm, and cast Invisibility. Seal the entrance! There are spies among us. They've gotta be around here somewhere. Get them! Find them! Throw open the window, push open the shutters, and climb out. You locate a stream. Hop in and lose the scent. The mount is sniffing around, trying to find the tracks. Seems like they've gotten away. We backtrack to Conk and hope that he meets us there. I'm gonna stay the night here. Let's give it one more day. So, Shava, yeah. you have spent the next day and a half or so traveling to Conk. You make it back, and where do you go? Uh, to the docks. We didn't actually stay at an inn while we were there, right? You didn't stay at an inn. You dropped by the leaky barrel. Oh, yeah, I'll drop by there. Okay. And I'll talk to the, uh, the bartender and say, you haven't seen a couple of short fellas, have you? <laughs> So you open the door, walk into the tavern, and you see a couple of short fellas. So I was actually hold on, hold on. We have to have a group hug moment here. <laughs> All right, so we group hug. All right, bring it in. Uh, I thought I'd lost you forever. I was so worried. <laughs> you did too, Shaba. Uh, uh, but you, you uh, did. You lost Stripey, though, right? No, Stripey's here, and he pops his head out of my pack, even oh. though he's taking up the entire pack. I've gotten a bigger pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he just like in the pack like this? Just yeah. like kind of like... <laughs> just with his arms up. Papoose style. Yeah. Well, on the way back, I, I cut uh, down the sides of my pack and folded in, you know, sewed in some extra panels to like expand it. <laughs> extra darts. You know, Shaba, Stripey could just walk. Uh, Have you considered that? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't really enjoy that super much. <laughs> I was really worried that... Because you two... You three started going off in completely different directions. <laughs> yeah, we were going to go all the way to Nept, actually. What? We were going to meet you back in Nept. Why? Why would you ever think about doing that? I was pushing for that because we weren't safe here. Oh my gosh. But Aslo and I came to a consensus like, all right, we'll wait like one more day. <laughs> what about you? Jeez, I went back to the village. I camped, I crossed the river and camped overnight. On the opposite bank, just to see if you guys would come back to where we had lost your scent. And then I went back to our camping spot from the previous night before the cult meeting, waited there, watched a bunch of cult members leave. Then I went into the inn and stayed a night there. (laughs) Then the next morning I walked back toward Conk. Oh, man. Yeah, we almost missed you. Yeah, that was a close one. So what did we do? (laughs) Do Do you remember what we did, Aslo? You floated down the river. Well, so we were exhausted. Yeah, we were freezing cold. We needed to warm up and dry off. We did that and needed sleep. It had been up for almost 48 hours. Yeah. (laughs) So we camped out that night near the river. Then we walked down to the road and just walked all the way back to Conk. Wow. And then stayed here for two nights. Man. They unconsidered leaving. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Oh, boy. But you managed to find each other. Thank goodness. We always do. <laughs> uh, this is this is huge. We can't even really talk about it here, can we? No, we can't. No, don't even say anything. We have to go to Aslo's secret base, which definitely isn't under surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody checked the chalk chunk cha, cha, shape? Chalk chunk shape? Chunk shape? Since we've gone? Uh, no, we haven't. Why don't we look in and see how the, the old place is doing? Do we just, like, draw a little peephole on the on the bar? Yeah. On the bar? <laughs> totally. <laughs> on, on our tabletop. Yep. Yeah. And take turns staring through it. And then just look at, you know, peer into it. Okay. I wasn't kidding. We should do that. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so you draw a little square on the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you lean down and pretend like you've fallen asleep drunk at your table. <laughs> yeah, peek and say. You just like put your arms like over and then just lay on the table yeah. and peer into it. <laughs> so you look through the hole 
let's see, I'm trying to remember the exact condition you left things in. You'd cleaned it all up and make it look, tried to make it look more lived in. Mm-hmm. And we'd hung up a sign that says, Het AAA Team HQ. <laughs> Innovative solutions to complex problems. Yeah, but the doors were locked and windows locked and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking inside. At first, everything looks pretty normal, but you get the idea that some of the furniture has possibly been moved around. Mm-hmm. Not like it was you know, thrown all over the place like it was the first time, but something might have been in there moving stuff and looking. Mm. Huh. Yep, uh, definitely not safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a different place to stay anyway. Mm. Yeah. We should have laden the whole place with booby traps. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll have to do when we get back. Swinging paint buckets and loose uh-huh. floorboards. Yep, and Legos strewn about. <laughs> yeah. Christmas ornaments. And a little train track with a cardboard cutout on it that yep. goes back and forth across the window. <laughs> and a little record player rocking around. The Christmas tree, yeah, the Christmas party. <laughs> Perfect. Note to self, do that next time. Never actually watched that movie. You've never seen Home oh, I've seen Alone? clips of it, but what? I've never forced myself to sit through the whole thing. Classic. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> I don't really go for that kind of comedy. Yeah, but it's like a oh, it's a man. cult classic, though. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that's why it's so funny, like, because it's so yeah, like... Yeah, but I'm not part of the cult. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> it's so, like, inconceivable, you know? Like, it that would never actually work yeah. it's, it's just like stoop like crazy slapstick type stuff yeah i don't really do crazy slapstick yeah i don't <laughs> i never like slapstick comedy but home alone is just just the concept behind the movie is so funny you also might have that nostalgia bias Jared, oh for sure that oh, fame does not have absolutely no question if you don't lay down those nostalgia roots you know early in life you can't appreciate the finer things well i saw parts of it when i was young on tv i just didn't want to watch it yeah so you're back together you've checked out your house and it seems as though someone was there we should definitely talk about what we heard but not here well, let's erase the square and get out of here mm-hmm. yeah by the way are you guys booked up for the night or are you about to head back have you arranged passage? Not for tonight night, no. Okay. Do we have return tickets, return trip tickets? No. We we got one-way tickets. Okay. How much were they again? Some amount of gold and or other <laughs> monies. I mean, it'll be a different ship, so... It's, yeah, it's going to be a different ship, different crew, and everything anyway. Yeah, so they'll set yeah. their own rates. You find a group that's going to take all four of you for two gold. Oh, Sweet. all right. It's not too bad. Is there party gold left over? We'll take it. There is. There's exactly two gold. Sick. Ah, that's weird. <laughs> Chuck that in there. That's strangely specific. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, there's three platinums, so we should probably divide that, too. Oh, Each man. Each person gets a, gets a platinum. Gets a plat. Imagine that. Ooh, plat. Plat. Imagine that. That's what you have to say every time you get a platinum. <laughs> is that is that what we have to say? Yeah, you have to actually. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't get it. Flat, flat, <laughs> flat, flat. Imagine that. Hey, hey, you're right. It worked. I did yeah. get a platinum. <laughs> I, I did. I added a platinum to my character sheet, so it must work. It does work. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to speed things up here. You sail back to Nanept. You. Is <laughs> that you vomiting on the ship? You get seasick. I was just speeding that up too. Oh, are we fast forwarding through you puking? Yeah, exactly. Okay. You arrive back at the Sapphire Saber and check into your rooms. Oh, home sweet home. Oh, thank goodness we're back. It's safe. Er, safer. Until the cult takes over the world, this is safer. Yeah, I can't think of a safer place than one of these extra dimensional rooms. Maybe this is where we should talk about what we learned. Yes. Sure. Let's do it. All right, so whose who's extra-dimensional room are we going to do? So let's all sit crisscross applesauce in a circle on the floor and begin to share our feelings. <laughs> Stripey can't cross his legs. Dang it. Stripey. He's out of the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> out. Get out now. He'll just sit on my lap. We sit, uh, we sit in Shaba's room. It's probably the cleanest. Mm, and the biggest. Mm. Yeah. It's like the one ring. It, it changes its size based on the size of its occupant. Did I say anything about your rooms after your promotion? No. Did mm-hmm. they get nicer? They give you slightly larger rooms. Like, you gain... Yay! Except all your stuff is still where it was, so it seems really weird, but, like, you have an extra foot of space in each direction. Sweet. Nice. 
I think mm. I'll set up a little sitting area. I like that, like a little reading <laughs> nook in the corner. <laughs> now that I've got all this extra square footage. Right next to the extra dimensional window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all that aether light coming That's in right. is really nice. Look out on all that crazy ethereum just <laughs> flowing by the ever-moving streams of time. Is there a window, actually? No, there's no window. <laughs> Okay. You can just see time flowing past. <laughs> time itself. Guys, we, we just learned some really big information here. Yeah, I wish yes, I could remember did. any of it. I saw you writing it down. Don't worry, I took notes. Okay, well that's good, because I didn't. All of that trauma of losing you guys was... No, I, I do yeah. remember some of it. I mean, I remember they're combing the desert for the scepter. Yes. Yeah, they're coming the desert. He mentioned a scepter and a crown, and he said someone already sits the throne. So they are looking for these artifacts to collect them because that's what they think is going to trigger the Armageddon scenario, right? Yeah. So if we can find one of these artifacts and hide it from them so they never find it, we can disrupt their plan for good. That's right. We can get Tokus's Sahuagin wife to carry it to the bottom of the ocean where no one will ever <laughs> retrieve it. Yeah, but that's that's under the pretense that... Uh, what's her name, by the way? We keep talking about her as if she's a character. Your Sahuagin wife? Yeah, what was the name of my Sahuagin wife? Her name is your Sahuagin wife. We never gave her an yeah. actual name. <laughs> that's yeah. canon. Sahuagins don't have names. Everyone knows that. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Other than... It's just a series of glub, glub, glub sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a, a Sohagan appropriate name, but yeah. yeah. So that's an interesting idea, Shaba. Um, so yeah, disrupting them, collecting the pieces might demoralize them at least. Yeah. So for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with the intricate lore and history of the world of Grisanth, in the very first episode of this podcast we have a brief overview of that but what what we don't necessarily say in that intro what our awesome announcer guy doesn't necessarily say is that not only has the emperor's throne stood empty it has been missing for close to 200 years it's been missing for a very very long time so in this meeting the cult leader admitted that they know where the throne is they have found mm. the, the emperor's throne and that they've been gathering these relics. And I thought I heard them say that it was the last thing that they had to gather was the uh, scepter. But let's see. The crown and the scepter, I thought. I thought you said they were almo they'd almost gotten the crown and then they were looking in the, some desert for the scepter. Yeah. And the great desert that they are referring to is almost certainly the one to the east, hmm. which takes up like, most of the northern portion of the continent. Wow. And it's going to be about three weeks travel to get there on foot if you were to walk that way. Well, one of the things we were going to ask the Saber about was whether they had access to any other teleportation circles or, or teleportation circle that goes anywhere else than when we went before, where we went before. One of the things that the leader mentioned was corpse blood soldiers. Hmm. I don't know if that means the zombies, because he said Aravec and the Glenhammer dwarves have, you know almost defeated all of our corpse blood soldiers maybe he was referring to the zombies yeah corpse blood soldiers so this whole time we've called them zombies but they're corpse blood soldiers yeah yeah the corpse bloods <laughs> so yeah we have a lot to piece pick apart here who do we who do we go to like who needs to know this information well, the Sapphire Saber did say on their job board that anyone with information about the cult should bring it to them. I think it's time we talk to the cult. I mean, to the, well, not the cult, to the guild council members. <laughs> we bring this to the council. We can talk to the guild council members. I think we can uh, look up information on where in the desert this scepter might be. We also have the name of the person who is apparently sitting the throne, Sharakoth. Their leader, Sharakoth. Sharakoth. Uh, their leader. And you guys know the best place to find information. <laughs> I sure do. Oh, Heck yeah, it's dude. It's time for a visit to good old Conan. It's time for our visit to our old favorite haunt. <laughs> and our favorite barbarian. And our favorite <laughs> haunter. Is that where you want to start? Yep. Let's go to the library. I think so. To the library. <laughs> we appear at the library. And I pet the lion statues, and then we go in. <laughs> Stripey gets jealous. Yeah, right. Trying to remember. I always forget this librarian's real name. 
You don't need to remember Thane. It's Conan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Malwin. 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 Mal- yeah. Malwin? Malwin. Melvin. Yep. You make your way to the Library of Nanept, and you find Malwin in his usual place among the shelves, shelving things. <laughs> Look who it is. Well, 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 Malwin. Great to see you again, as always. It's your best friends, us. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the library. Do you seek more esoteric knowledge on bizarre magical beasts? Oh, oh, oh do we? Oh, magical beasts? Actually, we do. <laughs> no. Did you get a closer look at that, Chava? Uh, magical other things. So, wait, you didn't, like, tell us all the things that happened with you, did you? Like, uh, as far as, like, when you got no. to join the cult for a bit there? Yeah, no. Uh, now is not the time or place for me to tell you. Well, I think you can assume that he passed that information on when you were meeting in the room. Okay, so we might be interested in learning about that weird beast you saw. Yeah, while we're in as while, while we're in my in extra-dimensional room, I will talk about the beast and give you the description. Big, tall, sort of like lizard-slash-horse-slash-weird, bat-winged, two-legged creature. That was ridden on by the other guy. Uh, but that's not necessarily as important as knowing who Sharakov is. Yes, Malin. I mean, Conan. Sorry. We are... We're looking... We're looking... Excuse me. I almost called you the wrong name. My apologies. Please forgive my rudeness. We are looking for information on a legendary figure by the name of Sharakov. And they they echo it as well. I feel like we have to echo his name. <laughs> yeah, every every, time, every time it's uttered, someone has to be like Sharakov in the background. Sharakov. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. Yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. Yeah, I dig it. I'm, I might change my name to Sharakov. <laughs> did, did you get that from a listener? No, I made that up. No, it's good. Hey, you didn't use a generator either. You got to have a nice, cool villain name. Yeah, for the BBG. Cool bad guy name, definitely. Can't be named like Fred. Yeah. You'd be like, eh, I don't know. He seems all right. So like, Aslo has his Felmandar, but now Tokus has his... Sharakov. Sharakov. That's right. So now we just just need one for Shaba. I just need to learn the the chieftain of the Cloud Giants tribe's name, and then that'll be... Don't you already have your villain? Like, it's your half-brother that, like, married your sister or something. Oh, yeah, I have two villains. So, yeah, it's... No, it's... He's not my half-brother. He's just some random dude. He's another guy from... A warrior from the tribe who took it over from me by besting me. What was his name again? Kithganath. Kithganath, yes. I don't think you've ever said that Mm. on the show. I don't think so. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. It's, oh, well, let's not do that then. Let's not reveal that. It's in my backstory, but no, no, that's fine. It's it is Kithgana. So like, like, so Felmandar, we do like the Felmandar, and now Sharkoff is like Sharkoff. So like, Shut what up. do we do for Kithka? What Kithgana? Well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure out how to do. It. Maybe we'll like play like like one of us will get a djembe or a bongo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like put some more drums behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's him, and then there's the chieftain of the Cloud Giant tribe that murdered my father. He's the other uh, villain in my story. Is it like a thing in your culture? Like, we could have drums, and it's like, Kithganeth. Like, do we, are we supposed to do that when we address you? Like, Shaba, Daba Day. Oh, uh, there's not really a, <laughs> a, an explicit rhythm, I would say, but, I mean, I like, I like where you're going. It is very tribal to think that way. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, they let, you literally can speak in drums, actually. If only Shaba's rhythm was good enough to to actually do that. I just said it's nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Malin, what do you have for us? Yeah. yeah. What are you looking for? And also, I'd like to check out a book on how to speak in drums. (laughs) Shadakoth. 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 I've got a good picture here of something close to what I had for the Black Beasts. Oh, cool. Maybe not exact, but it's close enough. So, almost a little bit Velociraptor-y. Kind of, mm-hmm. but flying. As if velociraptors aren't bad enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> A flying velociraptor? Oh, man. Stuff of nightmares. Mm. Um, you know, one thing that may have no significance whatsoever, but that I noticed while I was editing, there was a random dude sitting in the back of the council chamber while we were having a review to become Iron Level. Who was that dude? That is really random. Why are you bringing that up? Because <laughs> Thane was like, he specifically mentioned while we were having our review for Iron Level, there was some 
There was one guy sitting in he the just, back. Like, came of, in in the, the middle of our. Chamber. No, he was just sitting there, like huh. for the whole thing. Anyway, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Unless Thane wants to divulge something. Well, that's like totally like every sign-in anime I've ever seen, where like the hero has to go through this like training sesh. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody like watching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always not happy about it. They have like their arms crossed. And is it is it seinen? Seinen. It is seinen. Okay, I'm sorry. I always I've always said seinen. Thank you for correcting me. Seinen. All the vowels in Japanese are just like Spanish. Mm. I don't okay. speak Spanish, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for our listeners who don't know what seinen anime is, it is Japanese anime directed at your kind of like your teenage male audience. Uh, more like twenty and thirty something. Hmm. Oh, is Seinen, so Seinen's the one that's more for, so adults, and then it's Shonen, that is what I just said. Yeah. Gotcha. Shonen is teens or younger. Yes. Cool, cool, anime and stuff. <laughs> awesome. All right. I love it. I watched a Dragon Ball Z once. <laughs> anime, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Power level 9,000. Hey. Right? But that's, DBZ <laughs> is Shonen. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. Which makes sense why I watched it when I was a shonen. So. <laughs> Shonens do yes. as shonens, shonens be, as do. they say. That's right. So, Malwin. Yeah, Malwin. What do you got for us? Shut up, What are you asking him? You haven't given well, him any I'm, real I, questions. I've said it several times now. <laughs> we have all said Sharakoth many times. Sharakoth. 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 We need information on the legendary figure known as Sharakoth. Shadokoth. That's going to get old fast. <laughs> <laughs> Although Felmandar hasn't gotten old yet. That's so right. Felmandar no. will never get old. Yeah. Just got to spread it out some. Yeah. I'm not aware of anyone with that name. I don't recall it in the history books or anything. Of course you are. He sits the Emperor's throne. The, the Emperor's throne? The Emperor's throne. Do you have a book on any of that stuff? Like the Emperor's throne? I'm sure I could bring you a history on the aftermath of the fall of the Empire. The old Altoric Empire. Awesome. Yeah. And when the throne went missing. Yes. I would definitely like to see that. That would be great. And or read it. He directs you over to one section of the library and combs through the books a little bit before pulling one out. And says, Yes, this one, I believe, deals with the throne specifically, at least as part of its subject. Hmm. All right. We'll delve into that one. Might I ask why you're inquiring about it? Uh, because we are interested in who sits on the throne and where it might be. It's like one of those, you know, urban legends. Like, who's to say there actually was an emperor's throne? But if there is one, it would be cool, because we're adventurers. We're kind of like, you know, that whole treasure huntery thing. That is true. The powers attributed to the throne were quite astounding and hmm. possibly unbelievable. Yes. Mm. So it's one of those things, you know, we th- thought it would be cool to go out and find it if it did exist we're just kind of trying to find out where its last known whereabouts might may have been it was last known to be at the imperial capital which Mm. is where would the capital have been when it still existed i've been assuming this whole time that nept was the seat of the original empire capital is that not true no no okay nept existed during the time of the empire Mm. but it's not the seat of the empire Actually, the Empire was centered on Cape Altor, several weeks' travel southwest of Ormog. Hmm. And we knew from way back when that the cult was based in the mountains to the sort of southeast-ish. You at least know they had operations that must have been down there. Okay. Yeah. Far to the south. A small country around a lake in the southern part of Ilthrod, there is a rumor that the whole country is now desolate and unpopulated. Only a rumor, though. So we know that the cult is searching for these artifacts, these relics. And we know that they're looking for a crown in the... somewhere, and a scepter in the desert. Right. The other thing I was going to ask Malwin about is information about the desert itself some some kind of geographical information history information because looking at the map our readers can't our viewers can our listeners can't see this <laughs> but it's like the area that we have traversed on foot is like 
maybe a tenth of the size of this desert. Yeah, so, it's huge desert. Uh, yeah, we're not going to just walk uh, walk across it, you know, on our day trip or anything. So yeah. we need all the information we can get about that too. We would die. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one place where I will force you to keep track of rations and water. Mm, yeah. If you go out into the desert. That makes sense. Yeah, here's a key uh, clue. This The leader said during his speech, once our orcish legions in Waspel have cleared the path, we will be able to continue our search for the crown unhindered. Hmm. So they're invading Waspel to clear a path toward where they think the crown could be. Huh. As far as the desert, the Great Desert used to be fine farmlands and forests and so on. Definitely livable place back during the Empire's reign. But sometime not too long after the Empire fell, something started to spread out from there, and it's just been this growing wasteland. Oh, wow. And at this mm. point, the soil has just decayed into worthless sand, and all the uh. plant life has died off. There's really nothing growing out there. And this all started around the time of the Empire's collapse? Yeah, shortly after the Empire fell. So the huh. scepter must be somewhere right out in the middle of that desert. But you know what's even more alarming? What I just realized. This is insane. Mm. Okay, so this is also, I'm going to describe this for the benefit of our listeners. Ormog is located uh, at the, not the mouth of the Tempest Torn Bay, but sort of the back of the bay. Uh, to the south of Ormog is a kingdom called Waspel that we've been in, because it's being invaded by orcs. And then south of that, sort of, is Ironfang, where the orcs are from. So if the orcs are moving north from Ironfang into Waspel, the next kingdom in their path is Ormog. Mm. Does that mean they believe the crown of the emperor is located in Ormog? Live, laugh, love. Roll for initiative. The Damage Guild Podcast. Oh, hi there. It's me, Sean. And, well, you probably know me more so as the voice of Tokus. So we started this project about three years ago, and it continues to be an honor to me to record for you folks. It's been so cool to see the project grow and more and more folks download it and listen and say how much it's been an enjoyment for them. You've heard us banter and hang and crack jokes with one another and adventure and nearly die uh, quite a few times together. Like this really is just a fun collaborative story that we're building together with lots of improv comedy and just good fun and good feels and it's clean. So that's really our heart behind it. We, we have a love for these RPGs. We have a love for hanging out with one another and we want to share that experience with you. The best way to support us, if you really do like this content, is just to share it with people that you care about and love, and other people in your in your uh, circles that you think would be interested. You would be really surprised. I've had several friends and family be interested in listening to the podcast, even though they have no background in RPGs like D anD. d other ways that you can help us if you're also a social media guru. Thank you so much for that support. I've seen already a bunch of you step up to help us on the social media front. We really, really appreciate that. So if those are not ways that you can or want to support us, yes, uh, supporting us through the Patreon. So that's www.patreon.com slash Damage Guild. You can get there also from our main webpage portal, www.thedamageguild.com. Thank you so, so much for listening, for supporting us. Now, I know that I'm not Aslo, okay? Nobody can be, except for Brian. But I'm going to try my hand at a little bit of bardic inspiration. So listen, you beautiful people out there, I really appreciate you for who you are, what you're doing, what you're about, and I just hope that you have an awesome day. And uh, that's going to give you an extra D6 on your roll. Have an awesome day. Let's get back to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild podcast. Shaba, you're really onto something here. Those logic classes are really paying off. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Melwin. We uh, don't need to do any more research because we've just uh, uncovered something that's rather startling. So. We're going to go now. Thanks again, as always. You're the best, and we love you. And let's go back to the uh, to Shaba's room at the Sapphire Saber so we can uh, talk about some stuff without 
being overheard, hopefully. I think it's time we finally told somebody. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we have just about infiltrated as deep as we can possibly hope to get. I mean, we barely survived. Yeah. Yeah, and, and plus we're on their most wanted list now. So, I mean, if we weren't before, which we were, because the guy was talking about us in the meeting, yeah, he we was. definitely are now. Yeah, they're on to us, <laughs> for sure. So, they're, for, they're definitely on to us. So, we did already send Blackblade a note of thanks, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, just being like, oh, yeah, we did that before we left. We should send her another one. With another Black Rose. Do you want to send her a box of chocolates? Dark chocolates. Yes, a Black Rose and a box of chocolates. Yeah. It says, thanks again for all your help. And we love you. And we failed, but it was totally worth it, and we're in love with you also. <laughs> this is the weirdest thank you card ever. Yours truly. Signed the Triple, the A, Triple A, team. A team. And by the way, all four of us all are four in love of us. With When we say we are, we're in a duel to the death over to win your love yeah, well, against each other. Yep. <laughs> That will happen later in the story. <laughs> you seem like the kind of lady who would want uh, men to fight over her, so... <laughs> yes, uh, to the death, particularly. Yeah. So, That's true. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Only the strongest of us will do for her. <laughs> so we have to kill one another. Um, Watch it be stripey. He does so much damage now. He, t- he would totally win, yeah. He does. No yeah, question. He's awesome. All right, so let's let's go set up a meeting with guild leadership. Should, should we talk to Ribbon End, maybe? Well, they think we're a bunch of clowns, so nobody's going to meet with us. Yeah, true. Well, if we tell them that we have key information that may help against the cult, yeah. I'm sure they will. Other question is, do we have any evidence of what we witnessed? None whatsoever. Okay, good. We have the ring, we have our cloak stuff, we have the code, and we know what they talked about. We have this, as though right here, our memories. <laughs> Word of mouth, testimony was a lot more valid back in the day. I wonder if that's mm-hmm. the case here. That's true. And we're also higher level members, so we're not... Yeah. They don't listen to bronzies. No. Yeah, we're iron level members now. Yeah. Clearly our word is our bond. And if there's anything that we know, it's some words. Yeah, so. our word is as strong as iron <laughs> now. Right? That's right. That's right. It's, it is. It's as tough as iron and as unyielding as also iron. Yeah. We're also very stubborn now. <laughs> <laughs> we're no longer bronzies. We are ironites. That's right. Ironers? Mm. Ironers. I like... No, ironites. We're ironic. I- yeah. We're ironic. Ironies. <laughs> we're ironious. That's right. Ironies. And we will talk to Ribbon End and say, hey, Ribbon End. How's life? Yeah, he probably knows where we can put this. We, we're going to scrawl it on a little note and put it in this little, like, box of, like, requests or... That, that's yeah. how the guild processes. Leave it in the comment box. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're like, but no, like, the world is ending. He's like, put it in the comment box. <laughs> we'll answer your call in the order it was received. It's just hundreds of pieces of parchment stacked on top of each other. Oh, man. It's, like, obvious that they've never opened it, or if they have, it's been years. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, so there's like used gum in there. Like cobwebs. <laughs> yeah. and dust. There's, like, a penny that someone dropped in because they thought it was a donation box. <laughs> there's, like, prayer requests in there. It's, like, not even... <laughs> a temp- people. Someone wandered in thinking it was a temple. Oh, uh, yeah. So, man. Ribbon End, how is life treating you, my friend? Same as always, I can't complain. How about you? You look alright, lively as ever. We are alright, thank goodness. We almost weren't, but we, on that note, we have to talk to the leadership of the guild, so we'd like to do that as soon as possible. It's very urgent, we've been putting it off for far too long, but now it's a timely matter that needs to be addressed. Well, there aren't enough leadership members at the moment to call a quorum. But if it truly is urgent, then there will be a few members near enough that I could call them together tomorrow morning. Mm. What is this meeting about, and perhaps I can schedule it for you? I believe this issue is quite quorum-ular. It is definitely necessary for us to have it's a... quorum-tastic, I would say. Do you even know what it means <laughs> to call a quorum? Yes. It's actually very quorum-deo. 
It's, yeah, it, it means to get a majority <laughs> of the leadership in the same room. Or like a sufficient number. Majority or at least a sufficient number for whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we'll make our own quorum, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk to ourselves. See you later, <laughs> Revenant. <laughs> Forget this. On second thought, let's just take over leadership of the guild. We're the guild now. <laughs> Sick of cutting through all this red tape all the time. Um, I, I think tomorrow morning is perfectly reasonable. What about you guys? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, but you will need to tell me what this is about so that I can be sure that this is truly worthy of calling them. We, we all three of us lean in, and then I lift Stripey up, and he leans in. Too, <laughs> close. Hey. And we lower our voices, and in unison, all four of us say, <laughs> yeah, that guy. So we we thoroughly freak him out. The leadership has made clear that they wish any information on the cult to be brought forward to them as soon as possible. I will ensure that you are allowed in to meet them tomorrow morning. Sick. Excellent. Thanks, Ribs. Yeah. Good old ribeye. Is there anything we need to know about a quorum? <laughs> like, is there a particular uh, dress or code? Or decorum? A quorum decorum, if you will. <laughs> decorum for the quorum? <laughs> As you are now, should be fine. The guild does not stand on decorum. Ah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's the title of this episode, even though it doesn't have any other meaning. <laughs> it just sounds cool. The quorum decorum. <laughs> well, yeah, that works. Excellent. What time uh, tomorrow morning? 8.30. 8.30 a.m. Perfect. All right. Eight and a half bells. Remember, we got to cut the bell in half. <laughs> like you do. Oh, and where do we meet them? Is it in the quorum room? The council room. The council room, yes, of course. Is that different from the chamber where we had our, our, our review? Yes. Well, wait, we're not looking for counseling. We're looking for quoruming. So why would we go to the council room? <laughs> where we had our annual performance review was a different room. That was council chamber B, right? Pretty sure it was council chamber B. I remember there was a random guy sitting in the back of the room. That is more of a general audience council room, but oh. the the actual leadership's council room is for them specifically, and that's a different location. Hmm. Well, I slap a piece of parchment on the table on the desk, and I say, would you draw us a quick map so we make sure to get there on yeah, time? Yeah, we don't know how to get anywhere <laughs> in this place. <laughs> How long have we been members here? Pretty sure we've been our way around by <laughs> A now. long time. But we've never been invited to the illustrious council chamber. Yeah. Yeah, so he gives you directions to it. It's going to be on the second floor near the back somewhere. All right. Hmm. But this whole place is actually pretty large and confusing. There's a lot yeah. more rooms here than it and a lot more space than it would seem from the outside. I see. It's kind of like when you move to a new town. And all of a sudden you realize you've been living there for 15 years and there are roads you've never even been down. That's what happened to me the other day. I'm like, wow, I've never been to this part of my city, even though I've been living here for a decade and a half. <laughs> uh, I say, oh, so it's, um, that's down past the, past the vending machines, right? You take a left at the fire hydrant? Yeah, I think there is a Sprite machine <laughs> over on yeah. the left there. <laughs> It vends sprites and fairies. Yeah, the one where whenever you get the the uh, pound cakes, it always sticks, and you have to kind of pound oh, on yeah. the front on the glass. Oh, that's why they call it pound cake. Yeah, <laughs> you have to hit the glass. I was going to merely say, uh, do we need to eat breakfast, or will there be refreshments provided for us? This is the leader's counselor room. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine they've got some pretty sick refreshments. There will be no food. Oh, man. Oh, they're not going to have those little croissants with chocolate stuffed in the middle? Dang it. Yeah, could we bring like like a dozen donuts and maybe some orange juice? Yeah, what if we bring refreshments? Yeah. Mm. As much as I said the guild does not stand on decorum, I believe you're taking it a little bit too far. They don't sit for it either. <laughs> <laughs> Shabba, you know how to bake donuts, right? I do. Okay, good. You should be sure to behave yourselves in a dignified manner. Mm. Oh, don't <laughs> you worry about that. Everything up to behave ourselves, we're, we're good with, for sure. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. We, we will behave in a manner that is extremely consistent with the manner in which we behave. That's right. Thank you so much for your help, Ribbon End. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, Ribs. Got any barbecue sauce to go with those ribs? 
See you later. <laughs> Bye. Boom. See you later. All right, peace. Later. Let's go talk to the Drake. Uh, hey, the Drake. What do you have to do with Drachnar? Uh, just get some fire punch in the face. Just for funsies. <laughs> you can drink later. Or Eldrak. Eldrak, not Drachnar. I keep getting those mixed up. Oh, yeah. So Drachnar was the one guy in that one town that we yeah. went to. The Drake yeah. is the Drake. He's simply known as the Drake. First name, the. Last name, Drake. <laughs> some, some call me... The Drake? <laughs> okay, so we won't go see the Drake. Uh, what I would like to do instead is to bring my special, special bow to the identification station. Ooh. That reminds me. Did you get the little stone identified that had the box on it? No. Ooh, I should look at my character sheet more often. Because <laughs> I have stuff that I found <laughs> that I don't know what it does. <laughs> um... Let's see. So I have a smooth river stone that's about one by two inches and weighs about a pound that has a w- an image of a wooden crate etched into it that I found in the wizard's tower. And it's been sitting right here in my pocket ever since. So maybe it turns into a crate. Mm-hmm. Ah, that would be awesome. That would be cool if it was like a stone of holding. Yeah, it would be even better if it turned into a crate and barrel. Mm, yeah, then you get two birds with one stone. <laughs> mm. Or what if it, what if it like, <laughs> turns the thing that it's touching when you say the command word into a barrel? I try to turn myself into a barrel by grabbing the oh. stone. Does it work? Yeah, do that. Do I, do I become a barrel? Uh, no, <laughs> touching the stone does not turn you into a barrel. <laughs> Wonder Twins, form of <laughs> barrel. Barrel could do! And I, I start coming up with, like, like magical keywords. <laughs> do a barrel roll! <laughs> What's the fee again for iron level members? Is it five gold per item? Well, wait. weren't we going to wait until we got our upgrade and then we were going to? Wait, we are iron. We are. We we are upgraded. Oh, we did get upgraded. Heck yeah, very dude. much upgraded. Do we do have our new badges and everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh man. Remember? Tokus like pinches himself and then remembers and then looks down at his badge. Yeah, man. It wasn't a dream. Yeah, I remember we took off our our iron level badges when we were in the cultist meeting because oh, yeah. we didn't want to be identified as Sapphire Saber members. It's almost as if I forgot like the last two weeks of my in-game life. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like that, yeah. It's one of those things. I don't know that we've ever addressed this on the air, but it is interesting keeping continuity since when we started the show, we were doing w- one episode a week and recording every two weeks. Now we are doing two episodes a month and recording every four weeks. And so it's definitely um, more of a, an effort to, to remember a lot of things. <laughs> well, something that the listeners might not know. Hi there, listeners, by the way. How you doing out there? Um, so, so something that they might not know is that we usually do a bit of a debrief. Uh, it's usually a blending of Thane and Jay working together to like kind of catch all four of us, especially myself, uh, maybe plus or minus Brian, up to speed. Yep. Yeah. So Okay, so uh, gold pieces per item? I believe five is correct. It was ten originally, and then it goes down to five at iron level. Okay. All right. While you're looking at it, Thane, could we go over the major changes of our upgrade? The downside is dues have increased from 5 to 10 gold. Oh. But everything else is a benefit. You can get up to 50 units of ammunition a month, up to 20 days of rations a month. I do that. I do both of those things. Yeah, can I get, like, free <laughs> vials, or do I yes. have to go to the Alchemy Guild? Like, how do I restock on my vials? Is that from the Alchemist Guild? That's part of the Alchemist Guild benefits. Do I just, like, pilfer, like, from the lab room? Do I just, like, go in at night and, like, steal a bunch of vials and turn them into fire vials? You do that, and you think that you're stealing them, but you're actually not. And actually, they're they're free, free because I'm I'm part of the... (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, your dues pay for all of your vials. Sweet. You can also get healing potions once a month for 30 gold instead of 50. That's right. 30. That's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. You get 5% off basic equipment and services from certain partnered merchants. So basically, if you need to buy anything off the standard equipment list, you get a 5% discount. Wow. If you're in, in a town that would associate with the Sapphire Saber. Mm. Sweet. Is Almar Veckling on the associated merchants list? Is he on the, the Is he part of the affiliate program? Sure. He's on the list. Awesome. <laughs> wow. That's quite an accomplishment. That seems like a good match. So I drop off the Smooth River Stone and the Lightning Bow to be identified, and I pay 10 gold. And then I buy a healing potion. Oh, nice. And you're going to buy a healing potion? I was going to buy a healing potion. Awesome. Well, then we'll both have healing potions. But, 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 <laughs> maybe I should buy more than one healing potion. 
Oh, I can't. You're limited to one a month. Oh. One per month per person. Mm. Uh, okay. Oh, per person. Okay. You know what I should do? I should buy a healing potion, take it to the alchemist guild, and learn how to make one myself. Ah, there you go. That's true. Maybe you could. I'm running low on gold pieces because I refuse to spend my platinum, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's worthless, then. Yeah. Technically, it's the herbalism kit that allows you to make healing <sighs> potions, if you're proficient in herbalism. Dang it. Mm. All right, I just have to do that a hundred times and then I can become proficient. You can do that? You can just make your own healing potions with the herbalism skill? Yes. Wow. What? What level? Can they get even better? They have rules for that in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Mm. I think it's like 25 gold still and a day of work or something. Oh. Okay, so you're still paying for the components and you have to spend the time to make it kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Speaking (laughs) of alchemy... Do we have anything worth taking to the guild? I haven't inspected anything in a long time. That's true. That's a... did we, we didn't get any of the Beholder kin, did we? It kind of, like, exploded. Uh, and... I don't think so. Yeah, why didn't we, like, carve out one of its eyeballs or something and we give it to you? We should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, before I forget, speaking of magic items, uh, I would just like to take ten minutes, ritual cast, uh, detect magic... And just comb through some of our items and just make sure that we're not missing anything. I have um, rings and earrings from the bandits. No. Uh, I still have wear rat weapons written down <laughs> on my sheet. But at this point, <laughs> I feel like I should probably just cross those off and pretend like I got rid of them a long time ago. Didn't we sell those? <laughs> Did we? We might have. I'm just going to assume that we sold those and cross them off my sheet. Uh, and then I also <laughs> have a gold necklace and a small sapphire. Oh, and a jewelry box. None of those are magical. Okay. Have we opened the jewelry box, if I peer into the depths of my memory? I don't know that you have specifically, but it's just the box. So it's like a box with velvet inside and stuff. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, I think we can sell all that stuff off. Yeah, and I believe I gave you price ranges for all of that, too. Ooh, if you did, I didn't write them down. Well, wait, why don't we just go to the thrift store and get it bulk? Just sell all of it and, like, feign you just throw out a number. <laughs> Do the thrift store? Yes. No, we're going to get pennies on the dollar at the thrift store. <laughs> but, but how else will we know what it was worth? We could ask Crazy Bob. Uh, huh. He does have the greatest deals in all of Nanette, So, Do we want to go see Crazy Bob? Yes. Feign's <laughs> like, there is no Crazy there Bob. There is no Crazy Bob. We, we open our own <laughs> chain of Crazy Bobs. Even though none of us are named Bob. <laughs> yeah, Crazy Bob is a product of our own imagination, but we can make a store with him as the mascot, and he'll just be a cartoon character. <laughs> is there something like Goodwill or a thrift store in and up? There has to be something like that. For, for all the poor folks, probably. Yeah, like their yeah. version of Goodwill. Pawn shops. Pawn shops. Can I, yeah. I want to go to the pawn shop after I buy a healing potion. I'm also <laughs> buy a healing potion. <laughs> <laughs> you going to buy some used torches? There, at the pawn shop. I'm thinking about it. Get some, yeah. <laughs> they are uh, torches are prohibitively expensive these days. Well, only if it's on the affiliate list. Lumber costs are just skyrocketing. So <laughs> stick prices have been through the roof. So are the cost of rags. how can we have never gone to the pawn shop because i can like put scraps together and like put like different components together that's like my character's thing because we didn't realize that there was such a thing as a pawn shop until you just brought it into existence (laughs) or at least into our sphere of of uh recognition they can have like scrap so we did when remember when we were in almar veckling's store and you were looking for like random parts to Mm -hmm. build your wind-up toy yeah, Don't so, call it a toy, Shaba. All right, your wind-up creation. <laughs> clockwork Cthulhu will live again. Your Clockwork Cthulhu <laughs> master, your life's work. So yeah. you're looking for parts for your, your magnum opus, your magnum tocus. And <laughs> magnum tocus opus. What if I just make it like way bigger and then it's a mount and I can ride my Clockwork Cthulhu? <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever happened to those <laughs> Clockwork toys anyway, tocus? Um, yeah. The first one got eaten by an Ankeg. Second yep. one got eaten by a zombie. We don't know if it got eaten. We left it. That was That's true. And then we left the music box to distract the zombies, right? In Pilshire. That was a good use of that, kind of. I, I sort of saved my life, maybe. And then when we were on the ship, you were feeling piratey, and so you created a parrot. Mm-hmm. And yep. I can't remember Polly. its name. I think it was Polly. Polly. And what okay, happened to Polly? That's a really generic. I know. Cliche name for a parrot. I know. <laughs> and then I think Polly <laughs> flew away because we forgot about Polly. Uh, he slash she didn't didn't like you. Yeah. And um, 
ever since then we've been without a, a mascot for the well AAA that's not team. true so i can only have one device at a time i do technically mm-hmm. have a device right now uh. still so if you drop it in the middle of the ocean then it hasn't died and so technically you still have a device and you can't make another one <laughs> no, no 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 we in our party currently have my device taken up the fire starter no, he's got three things. He's got the fire starter. He's got the music box, which is currently inside mm-hmm. Mechalola. That's what I was getting. Yeah. Five thousand. Oh wait, you know what? You're right. But then the the wind up toy, the wind up masterpiece, is unaccounted for. Yeah, hmm. that's true. I think it's about time you made a new toy slash masterpiece. Well, I need to go get some scrap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're in town. Now's the time to do it. Let's get scrappy. <laughs> so there is a perk. Um, specific to rock gnomes. That's basically like I I get a a feat. There's a bunch of different devices I could devise if I took that feat. Like one can tell the weather. There's one that tells time. But there's also ones that like lift a bunch of weight. That one seemed really cool. (laughs) So you're like standing out in the middle of like a torrential downpour and your device is like, it's raining. (laughs) No, no, no. It predicts the weather (laughs) shot. I don't know. Maybe it predicts it like some hours or days beforehand. Wow. It's like that weather rock. But but like the lifting could be really cool. Like we could start our own like, uh, what can you do with a lifting as a career? Probably like lift stuff. You know, you've got gauntlets of strength. You can lift a lot already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're pretty strong. Oh, that's true. And like Tokus like casually lifts uh, Shaba with the bed off the ground and like starts doing like <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can arm. lift things. Yeah. Push Are we still in your bedroom? Dude, I forgot you got those awesome gauntlets that give you like colossal giant strength or whatever. Ogre strength. Yeah. It bumped me all the way to 19 strength. Jeez, that's insane. That's so bonkers so broken um yeah, also nuts. i've decided that uh tokus's new catchphrase should be let's get scrappy let's get scrappy <laughs> i like that scrappy Debbie d and then you just throw a thing of scrap metal at them <laughs> <laughs> no but i think the sugar bomb should like be canon like i should start making those mm-hmm. you need to you definitely need to refill frosting coated sugar bombs i should make cannons full of sugar <laughs> That's good. Totally. Yeah, you need to make a vial where it's like a sugar substance that expands when it gets released. Like you just have like a little mini warhead. What's that from, Thane? I think it was like some TV commercial where the cereal was frosting coated sugar bombs. Yeah. And then there was the one, the one, it was like a cereal commercial where it was like the adult was eating health pellets and it's just like these brown, like <laughs> brand <laughs> pellets. <Hamster> pellets. Yeah. <laughs> We're in town. I could go to the guild. I mean, we are in the guild. The, no, no, no. The Alchemist Guild. The real guild. Oh, the Alchemist Java. Guild. I say that under yes, my breath. The, the real, real guild. Guild. Yeah. I, I really should like <laughs> hang out with Ezric and learn more things and maybe go to the weapons department of the of the facility and see what they're working on yeah it's true maybe they're working on gunpowder i don't know what that is so i would like to go to sleep until they're done identifying my items because it's like you know how on goatsmith's morning you wake up and it's like oh it's goatsmith's morning but like you can't get to sleep the night before because you're so excited about the what will happen in the morning Mm -hmm. so I would. Ju- I'm so excited about knowing what this super lightning bow does, and to a lesser extent the stone, but also mostly the bow. I would just like to have somebody either put a sleeping spell on me or just go to sleep for a really long time so that I can wake up when it's time. I no longer have sleep uh, memorized. Shucks. You could sing that one spell while you play some music, the... I put a spell on you song, right? You know that one, Aslo. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe if you could sing me a lullaby, Aslo, that would be uh, sufficient. Fortuitous. That, w- that would work, too, yeah. Doesn't it take more than, like, a couple hours to for them to identify stuff, though? Yeah, it takes, like, a day or two. Yeah. So I just want to <laughs> sleep that, enti- that whole time. I mean, I can help you sleep that long, and Tokus brandishes his gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> so you just pull out, like, a hammer, like Mjolnir. <laughs> you know, I, I guess that's kind of a long time to sleep. Well, no, I, we're going to the pawn shop, remember? Oh, that's right. I thought you were doing that. You could just, I mean, it lists a cost for your devices in the player's handbook. I know, but I want to go to the pawn shop. Just literally <laughs> go to the junkyard outside of town in the slums and just pick through. And I'm that's sure fair. you'll find much more useful stuff. I don't want to go alone, though. It's scary, Shaba. 
Well, I'll go. I'll I'll get your back. Aslo and I will. We'll all go. We'll uh, accompany. Yeah. Except Stripey, he doesn't associate with those parts of town. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little bit too good for that. Is this where you said the junkyard was, Chavo? Yep. This is it. Um, Behold, there's not <laughs> a junkyard. In no, the not town. the junkyard. The, the trash heap in the in the slums, um, which th- is the basically the entire slums. Well, yeah, I mean, you can- <laughs> yeah, I used to live there. It's all—it's all just built on a mound of trash. Well, you could go to the slums and pick through the garbage. Yeah, you could also go to actual pawn shops and buy whatever you wanted. Boring. Almar's isn't a pawn shop, right? It's a legit shop. It's a—it's a general store. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but you could go back to Almar's. You found some stuff there last time. Some sprockets and widgets and such things. Yeah. We haven't talked to Elmar in a while. Let's do that. Yeah. But Let's go see Elmar. Yeah, dude. We've never been to the pawn store shop place. Yeah, but who wants to go to some second-rate sh- pawn shop whose quality cannot be vouched for and who might sell you garbage pieces? But we could go to the pawn shop and cast a spell and see if they have anything magical that they don't know what it's actually worth. Think about it. All right. Okay. I'm with you on that. Let's do that. Aslo. <laughs> oh, that was a quick turn for you, Shop. <laughs> not that much convincing at all. But that, all right. that's, that's, that's a very, that's a, uh, a different way of thinking about it than I was, uh, I was headed for. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, on second thought, we could almost, like, change careers and be, like, treasure hunters, except we hunt for treasures in other people's stores and see if they have stuff that they don't know how much it's worth. Totally. That's, like, what yeah. American Pickers do, that show on A&E. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. They, like, go and... Except most of the people actually know how much their stuff is worth, but they buy it at, like, a discount and resell it. Okay. So they get, like, old antique cars and artwork and all kinds of stuff like that that's um, sort of Americana, like, generally speaking, like, collectibles and things. Hmm. I wonder if there's an Ormagian version of the, the show where you go to the uh, storage unit and you just, The storage like, unit's Pawn Stars? Thank you. Is that, there we go. Is that Pawn Stars? Yeah. It's, uh... Thing looks confused. They like people like bid on these locked uh, storage units that people storage have abandoned units without actually looking inside. And then yeah, whoever wins, they clip the the bolt and then they open it and just see what's inside. So crazy. Sometimes they make a pretty good haul. Yeah. Is there something like that in the city? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've planted a seed. Maybe a pawn shop like gets built and inept that wasn't there before. <laughs> All right. So let's go see your buddy. Yeah. So, we go see Almar. Uh, Shaba and friends, what brings you here? Almar! Hello! We're looking for some parts. It's good to see you, by the way. Yeah, give me all your junk. (laughs) (laughs) Tokus, why are you getting so aggressive? Almar's our friend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whoa, hold your horses there, buddy. Put your sword away, dude. I just really want... I'm just... I I have a hankering for some tinkering, okay? Yeah. I can't explain it. That would be if you had, like, a like a Woody from Toy Story, if you had, like, one of those toys of Tokus with a pull string. I got a hankering for some tinkering. That would be one of your catchphrases. You got to say them more similar, Shaba. You have to, like, make them sound more similar. Let's get scrappy. I got a hankering for some tinkering. Uh, and so, so Almar Veckling, our friend, has a hankering for some tinkering. Well, ever since you came by before, I thought you might be back, and I've decided to Hold on to a few of those sorts of weird scraps and odds and ends and such. Ah. Awesome. Just in case you might be interested. Excellent. That's why you're the best, Elmo. All right. Well, hopefully you have nine gold and five silver worth of those pieces of scrap. (laughs) Sorry, guys. He's my best friend, not yours. (sighs) Hate to break it to you. Uh, Yeah, he shows you to some various collections of things that you think might be useful. Gears and springs and metal bars and... Oh, look at this thing. And, like, Tokus is, like, spinning it, whatever it is. Oh, man. Like, this this thing could be really good. Yeah, sprockets and nuts and bolts. Widgets. Yeah, lots of widgets, definitely. Yeah, what about this ion battery over here? Definitely some some (laughs) gadgets. Yeah, fusion cell, for sure. Plasma (laughs) rifle. Wow. (laughs) Flux capacitor? Oh, my goodness. Where did you find this? I mean, we don't tell him any of that. We don't want him to know. We, we treat him like he was a pawn shop. <laughs> Are there any other supplies we need to stock up on while we're here? All right. Well, I'm going to spend the nine. Torches. Gold. Torches. Yeah. yeah, we need more torches. <laughs> Elmar, give us all the torches you have. Uh, no, I, I stocked up on rations and ammunition before we left the guild. So that's all I really need. But I don't have my bow, so we can't leave town yet. 
Well, you have your old bow. Yeah, but who needs an old, plain old bow when you have <laughs> the lightning bow? It's funny. I actually, earlier when you brought up the bow, I'd forgotten that you got this really super cool bow. And I thought you were literally talking about like a bow that, like a bow you would put on Stripey. Like mm. a bow, you know, <laughs> like a bow that you would give to your girlfriend. Like a ribbon bow? Exactly. Like a bow in his hair? That was the visual that I first got. And then I quickly realized, oh yeah, you're talking about like, like this kind of a bow. like a, <laughs> that, Yeah, the archery type. Yes. Yeah, it's much more your style, Shaba. Do female Goliaths wear bows in their hair? No. In real life, though, I feel like I've got some bows in my future with the new the new baby. Yeah, congrats. Thanks. Do you know? This episode might... Yes, it's a girl. Did I tell you... Did I not tell you guys that? No, but you haven't told our listeners yet. I don't remember if you said... Oh, well, <laughs> to all our listeners, we're having a girl. Yay! Yay! Uh, you don't, no congratulations necessary. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, she might actually have been born. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Due date's early February, so maybe. Wow. We'll see. That's possible. I better get this episode edited, because if it's coming out when she's born, time's going to be of the essence. Mm. <laughs>